0: Hi, this is Tony Mala, broadcasting from the ASAMSO Symposium at the Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas. You know, this is one of those events that attracts a wide variety of industry segments, and there's a gentleman here who represents some of the good that the industry does. Mike Quinn works for AirPro, former shop owner, fellow Philadelphian, as I recall. Yes. So welcome, Mike. I'm glad you could make it. Thanks, Tony. Thanks for having me. Now, the reason I wanted to have you here is because Mike um, is the current chairman That's correct. ...of the Collision Industry Foundation. And that may not be a familiar term to some of you, but uh, this is a great example of how the industry gets together to help those who are less fortunate than some. And, Mike, give us a little background on the Collision Industry Foundation.
1: You may recall back in 2002... There were several projects that went on, Camp Make a Dream and other products where we, you know, the Children's Cancer Camp in Montana, where a lot of funds were raised for. And there was no 501c3 tax-deductible organization where people could make contributions and help out with various causes. So the CIF was formed to meet that need. And shortly thereafter, started out working on, you know, disasters. When disaster strikes, we answer the call. That's our slogan. We answer the call. And whether it's the campfires last year in Paradise, California, where we went up and served 120 families and had a Christmas party, brought the kids in. They were let back into their communities December 17th, if you remember that. So they they were literally out of their homes and everything. So we came together, and these are all body shop technicians, their families and children, estimators. And then you have hurricane. You know the hurricanes in, in Texas that hit Houston area where we served a bunch of families in there. But we go all the way back to Katrina, and we're an all-volunteer group. We all have daytime jobs to keep us busy, and, and we serve the community and the industry at large by working and helping out those in need. This is all self-funded. We don't have any, you know, we don't have any administrative expenses. We're all volunteers and 100% of the monies and funds we raise go to helping our brothers and sisters in a time of need. We have one project I want to bring up that's going on right now is the Anchando family out of El Paso, Texas. And as you may know, the Anchando family in that mass shooting in El Paso lost a son and daughter-in-law. This was a body shop owner in El Paso, Texas. His son was murdered, his daughter-in-law was murdered, and they left three beautiful children, orphans. Oh, man. We've decided to come forward. The CIF came forward to help out in that disaster, if you will. And we're doing a match up to $5,000, so a $10,000 grant that we're going to give to the family. And we couldn't do this without our donors, our supporters that come every year to our gala. We have a fundraiser around the Palm Springs CIC every year. We have that Thursday in January, the week of CIC a lot of folks come out to our fundraiser and help us raise those funds so that we can give
0: back to folks in need. And these you said these are all volunteers, shop owners and other members of the industry. What what sorts of folks are involved? We have a, a wide variety of of people from
1: within the industry that help we have a need for what we call boots on the ground. When an event takes place, when a, whether it's a fire, natural fires, like what happened in Paradise, California, or a hurricane or whatever, it's important that we get boots on the ground, if you will, and that's people local to the area that can help us reach out and assist people and identify that they are, in fact, people from our industry, and B, they have a need. Mm. Uh, that happened in Paradise. We were able to h- connect with a with a gal who was a female body shop manager, and she was more concerned with helping others than the loss she had and when We went up and visited with her when we had the Christmas party, and she had lost everything wow and here she spent all this time serving others and helping identify others that had need so it 's usually the industry helping each other and and very few people, you know, know about the CIF because we're there. We're in the background. We're on the shelf, if you will. Right. But when that need happens, you know, we're there.
0: Wow. Well, and again, good work from what I've heard. I remember the outreach, especially to Katrina. Yeah. As I recall, there was a tractor trailer worth of goods, I believe, that was shipped oh, yeah. down there. You were involved in that, I think.
1: Yep. I spent three weeks in the Gulf region on three different trips. Mm-hmm. There was over 200 families that we helped. We retooled 120 technicians and about 60 painters that we helped retool them they totally lost everything I mean Katrina was unbelievable in, ter- in terms of the amount of damage and the level of damage of literally sweeping toolboxes away wow. out of buildings.
0: So this is not just individuals, but CIF also can help businesses.
1: Yeah, that's correct. We've had a number of shops that we've uh, been able to assist after they've had major losses. Uh, you know, one of the biggest challenges is folks don't always look at what their garage keeper liability limits are. Mm-hmm. We've had shops that were hit with a hundred thousand dollar limit on a policy. Well, you get one spray booth and a and a mixing system, and you've spent a hundred thousand. Yeah, and they just don't look closely at that because everyone's concerned with lowering their rates. You know, and the agents, oh, I'll do. You know, I can lower your rates. Well, they don't realize they don't have one of your previous talks. You know, that was talking about equipment, the expense of equipment, and so people need to revisit their insurance policies and make sure that they have adequate coverage if they have. To, you know, God forbid an event happened.
0: Yeah you had mentioned the fundraiser at the CIC planning meeting i think it's called isn't it yeah that's yeah the january meeting yeah are there any other events throughout the course of the year
1: no only when we respond to you know an event like the anchano family or hurricanes or the fires the you know and we're we're always when the maybe came up from uh, the Bahamas mm-hmm. earlier this year, we're kind of readying ourselves, uh, much like the Red Cross would do, you know, waiting to see who gets hit, if people get hit, and then getting the word out. We reach out through a lot of the paint companies, mm-hmm. and then through their jobber network, they'll reach into the communities and find out, you know, if there's a need. And, you know, we help out all professionals. So whether it's an insurance adjuster, a body technician, an estimator, we've had paint jobber drivers, parts driver that lost everything. Mm-hmm. We had a fellow during, uh, that had bought a home in an area that was not a flood zone. It wasn't required to get flood insurance. And that levy after hurricane in Houston, remember they broke that levy? Sure. Yeah, his house got flooded. He hadn't made the first payment on it. Wow. Yeah, so we, we re, no, we don't rebuild houses or anything. We do what we can, but... Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a it's a great effort, and, uh, and and it's tax deductible. So any any contributions that shops make, any contributions that businesses make, it's tax deductible.
0: So CAF is a five hundred one c three. That's correct. We were talking about what brought you to Vegas besides the uh, the obvious.
1: Well, we have our board meeting. We'll have a board meeting coming up here uh, Wednesday late morning. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a lot of our activities right now are towards our gala fundraiser in Palm Springs. So. Uh, that's the majority of our activities right now. And and, and then wrapping up this Chando family gift. Our goal is to be able to help those, help the family to help the children
0: for Christmas. Terrible, terrible story. If someone wants to get involved and help, where would they go? What would they contact?
1: CollisionIndustryFoundation.org, CIF. And they can click on there, I need help. I want to help. Uh-huh. And then they could reach out to us. They could certainly reach out to me.
0: And, uh, you know, we're, we're always looking for folks to help. You know, when the need happens, it's great. Well, it's wonderful, the work that you're doing. You know, we we often don't take the time to think about some of the good that the industry does. You know, you hear about all the bad stuff, but really, do you hear about the way shop owners, technicians, others involved in the industry come together to help those in need. Yeah. Total strangers, they didn't know. Right. Again, not an unusual situation in this country and for these people, but by all means, very commendable and worthy of praise and note, which is one of the reasons we're talking, so... Mike, I really appreciate you taking the time to tell us a little bit about this today.
1: Thanks, Tony. And let me just close with this. I just want to say there's a thread amongst repairs, especially in the repair community. Collision repairs are some of the most generous people on this earth. I firmly believe that. And, you know, they're they're giving people and they want to help. And uh, in their hearts, they're good people. So it's a pleasure to work with them and with
0: others when they have a need. It's an honor. And the Collision Industry Foundation is certainly a shining example of what we can do when we put our minds to it. So again, Mike, thank you. I really appreciate you taking the time. Enjoy the show. Thank you, Tony. I look forward to seeing you out and around the campus. All right, you as well. Take care. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you're brand new to the ASA podcast or if you've been here before, I encourage you to subscribe so you won't miss some of the great things we have coming up in our future episodes. Just hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening and you'll be good to go. If you enjoy our podcast and find our content valuable, make sure to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening to this. And if you're an automotive service facility shop owner listening to this podcast and you'd like to know more about ASA, I invite you to visit our website at asashop.org. I'm Tony Mala, and thanks for listening.